Hello and welcome. Today we're going to chat about the uh, 2022 Instagram rich list, uh, football and more importantly brands and associating with those Instagrammers, absolute return funds, reasons to be in stocks or equities and not in cash even after the latest interest rate hike and lastly a tip. So stay tuned, listen and enjoy. just like that bang we're back again three two one we're back in the room is that your phone going off honestly do you know what it's my phone going off jesus sorry i'll silence it <laughs> that's bad timing wasn't it don't even know what it don't know the number i didn't play golf don't la- answer that i didn't play golf last week well, I ha- the weather's been appalling it, uh, um, hello when's when summer coming we're in August. We're in August. And you look out the window now. In the middle of August. And it feels, it feels like it's October. Generally feels like it's winter. I said that today, didn't I? The, gol- the golf has been put to bed, I think. We were actually chatting to a golfer this morning, weren't we? Yeah. And he actually admitted that kind of the golf season is is nearing its end. It's There's a few weeks left and that's kind of it. Especially some of these courses. Yeah, I, I certainly don't like playing in wet weather. So we'll have to. I have a new sport I want to take up. Away. I want to take a Oh, place. here we go. Is this the one you're going to be world champion at? I'd like to see how far I can get. I think I think it's, I've never tried it, but I'd like to give it a go. And I don't know how much work is involved and all that, but I, I, I quite well, fancy. I, well, I don't think any of them involve you just turning up for an hour a week and playing is going to make you world champion. You've got to put a little bit of time in, actually devote most of your life to it. I stood on one of their um, pitches yesterday, first time ever. In um in Cardiff, in the middle of Cardiff, it was an old one, so it wasn't it wasn't being used because the the grass had that? come up. Um, Landaff Fields. Oh, okay, I remember playing. So by my, actually, the school your son's going to. Um, I don't know whether they still got it there, but they had a bowls team played there. It's bowls, it's bowls, by the way. I want to become world champion at. No, they did. They, they they actually had a club there because my auntie and uncle. Used to go and play there. I just fancy. They played. I fancy giving it a go now. I think I'd be okay at it. I think I'd be okay. May have to stretch the hamstrings a bit more because that. that I'm not sure your down, hamstrings will get you down there. They, I know it's or a long. It's a long way down. Ping! You're like you've been shot by a sniper. Again. No, no, because it's you'd be bending down the. Yeah, it'd be okay because the right foot you're bending down further. It's okay. It's just a concept of there isn't a lot of you could do a session in the gym before. Don't you dare say there's no skill to it. Don't, no, like there's that. massive skill. I know it's huge. Skill it's huge to it. skill. Yeah, but I'm 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 looking at it in the same way as you would look at a golf putt. You just have to to eye up where the turns and that. And on these grasses pitches, I don't know what they're called even yet. There's not going to be much undulation, I think on the indoor ones maybe so you just have to kind of understand where to throw the ball out it curls in doesn't it so it depends on which they're weighted on they so I've no idea I'm yeah. starting from so that's why they have anything. different colours on either side I think the colours on either side but they're weighted so that then they'll arc in and out and things like that the only thing I've done is seen it on TV a few years ago and I think just retirement were sponsors if I reach out to them and say look help me come oh, on oh my let's- goodness me anyway let's move on Right. Do you know what I've we'll done? come back to this when you're world champion. 36 months. I want to see how far up the ladder I can get. Bet you it'll be, you know, 
West Cardiff C2 champion. <laughs> I'm not even commenting. Yeah, I've got one for you now. I found this the last day. The 2022 Instagram rich list. Wow. Why people go on What's your tip for the end, though? You gotta, you... I'll tell somebody a okay. tip at the end. Yeah, yeah, don't worry about that. Um, who is the highest, um, or who has the f- highest number of followers on Instagram? Ronaldo. Yeah. Any idea of number? Oh, it, it's, 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 is it something like 200 million, something silly like that? No, it's more. Is it more than that now, is it? Double and more. Really, like 400 million? 442 million. 442 million Instagram followers. Followers, yeah. And this was the... How the, commercial must that be? Right, go on. Per post. How much... Is, yeah, Per post, see. how much it's saying... This is the 2022 well, he charges. List. He, he, he earns, he charges. I don't know how it works. Per post. Got to be a few million in there. Go on, give me a number. Five million? Uh, no, no, not as much. 2.397 million dollars per post in 2022 per post that's what he estimated his monetization of his posts wow. didn't he post that often though i don't follow him so i have no idea i was like wow that's that's big money and th- then you've got um kyle jenner kyle uh, jenner yeah, selena gomez um messy i want to touch on messy in a minute um the rock love the rock uh beyonce chloe kardashian Taylor Swift. Any British people. Um, uh, Justin Bieber. Do you know, actually, as of today, do you know how many followers Cristiano Ronaldo actually has on Instagram? Go on. 600 million. So this is 2022 and he had He follows 566. Wow. As of, I literally, I'm looking at it now, he's got 600 million followers. That's, that's just mental. And like, know. for example, when he posts a reel, which is like a short video for anyone who's been stuck under a rock for all their lives, but a reel on Instagram... So you'll get 30 million views, views. on a reel. It's, it, you know. 170 million. It is million. crazy. Here's one then. This is going to follow on. I, I started going down a rabbit million. hole then the other day and looking at this. And I started looking at the biggest football clubs in the world. And one of them, um, the most well-known, well, they call it soccer clubs because this is an American, are not just sports teams, but global brands that command attention and loyalty from fans worldwide here at the top 20. Now, um, at the moment, this was, I think last year's you got Man City, number one, you got in uh, Real Madrid, number two, Barcelona, three, Man United, four, Liverpool, five, um, Paris Saint-Germain, six. The, the, the normal people. And the money that they're valued at, you know, you're, you're looking at one point five billion dollars. That's the value of the club. Of the club, how do they value that? I have no idea. Um, but interesting point t- t- touched earlier. Did they actually make money these clubs? I didn't think they were particularly profitable. They must be. They must. Somebody must be. Well, I know Man United are. are um, well, Man United always. Glazers took loads of money out. They they leveraged it with loads of debt and t- took loads of money, and that's the issue at the moment. But these top twenty clubs in the world, right? They're predominantly um, Italian, Spanish, or British or German. What isn't included in there is an American team. Um, Inter Miami, and. Beckham years and years and years ago 
bought or bought, uh, in his contract, I think, had the right to buy. Um, was that in his contract? Was yeah, that yeah. the reason he had it? When he went so, over so, there. So, so he had first refusal, did he? He was allowed to buy um, an American MLS franchise team for $20 million, and everyone thought he was mad. Bought it, got Messi to come and play for them. I think there was an issue with Inter Milan who um, objected to the name Inter Miami because they had 7 million followers or something on Instagram. In four months, Inter Miami got 10.7 million followers like that. The the cost of the, the tickets went from $30 to $400. Messi has now been touted as going to be top scorer. He scored three or four game goals already. So was he coming out to retirement then, was he? He's not far away. Just his presence alone, he's just selling so much kit, is unbelievable. So it is global brand, you know, you, you, you align the right person, the Ronaldo, the Messi, with the team. And everyone just supports that team anyways. Whether they're successful or not, I have no idea how far up or down the ladder they are in the league. And, and this is a big point, right? Is the, And this is the problem with Welsh rugby, not to go into this, is that we wow. have no stars. Wow, we've gone from Ronaldo and Messi to Welsh rugby. Yeah, because we have no stars. Because I remember when Cardiff brought Joan Lomu here, they filled the stadium. No, one wants, no one's turning up to watch what the rubbish rugby we play. And the fact that we've got no players, people don't want to come watch. But I'm just kind of saying, you're talking about that, but if you, you kind of look at that's the problem with a lot of clubs these days. I didn't want to mention Welsh rugby when you lost to England with 12 players, but that's that's an aside. That's ridiculous. I'm not going to hit that. But no, that was just, that's just an example of... Mr. Gatland wasn't happy. Furious, I think was I think words. he was furious. Fuming? Fuming? Fuming, tamping, raging? How, how can... Anyways... Anyway, we're not going to that. No, it was, just, it was just more so the kind of, this is the reason why I think a lot of sports are struggling now... I think because I, there's no stars. Yeah, and I think going back to what you touching it there, the Welsh thing. Is it a thing that the Welsh players did not understand the wording that was asked of them? You need to do this, um, and they didn't um, perform their roles because they didn't understand it potentially. Because that leads on to me. I found something the last day. Um, I'm not going to go into it in detail, but there was a um, a post in one of our papers last week, absolute return funds hit by the most losses in, in years. And every, we, let's not, we won't dive into it today, but to the normal Joe public, they're reading that absolute return funds. How do they get away with calling it that? Is going to be... I was going to call it guaranteed return fund. Yeah. That's what people think. Abs- that is the, the, the big issue. If you don't get proper guidance, advice, um, they will, people may buy something like this and think there is absolute um, guarantees in it. But some of these, one of them, it said this includes a fall of close to 20% in 2022. So there is a fund that says a- absolute return, which has fallen by nearly one-fifth in a year alone. It is ludicrous. Yeah, I it, yeah because you, you, your mind automatically thinks so that's kind of what it is, and it's and they've probably effectively been dressed up to be like a guaranteed type of fund. I think it's just it's, it's highlighting the fact that the educational system in terms of finance and the understanding is just not there, and there needs to be a total realignment of education, understanding, behaviours, habits. Yeah. Um. And, and understand the consequences of buying crap like that, um, and thinking, I thought it was this. Don't, you don't, you know, you may, you 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 do lots of research before you go into what things did, like uh, that. It comes back to everything, doesn't it? It all comes back to greed, doesn't it? Everyone sees 
certain word and certain type of investments which they think can make them a lot of money. It's like these things like people investing in whiskey, cheese, cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, all that type of stuff. They're investing in things they don't really know about. Yeah. I don't get the investing in whiskey and wine because if I wouldn't invest in wine because I don't like wine. But if you if you were somebody that liked wine, you probably would invest. But then do you, you got go- to really know and like wine? Like we, you had a client in the other day who actually really knows his wine yeah. stuff, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. Now you kind of understand, and he does invest in wine. Yeah. But but he understands it, and knows, but by having a having a glass of wine on a Friday night does not make you an expert. But I wouldn't invest in it because I don't like wine. But if you do like wine, you may invest. But does that go against the grain? Because if you do like wine, you invest in it. You go, that's but a really good bottle. If, I'm going to open if, it. But if you're going to invest in wine, it really should only form potentially 5% of your portfolio. So then you diversified your risk. Or 3% after you drink some of it. Yeah. No, I, but but I, I don't I don't have an issue, right, with people investing in some of these effectively esoteric investments in reality. Right? If they understand it. Yeah, but what it shouldn't be isn't all cards on the table, all the chips yeah. in. Yeah. Because it should be potentially 5% of your portfolio if you're going to be doing it. So if you've got £100,000, it's five grand. You can commit to that. But if you're only got £1,000, you should, probably shouldn't really be bothering. But don't we, if you're spending that you much be money- shouldn't putting all that £1,000 into it, which is what people do. Imagine if you're spending that much money on wine, as that example. Do you have to have- a cellar or a place that's going to keep it cool. Yes, do you do. You, do you have to then that... twist it every two months, three months to make sure that the sediment and all that? You have to have yeah, you've knowledge. You've got to store the, store the bottles properly. I'm not a wine expert, but I'm sure if you spoke to your client, he would tell you this is how you have to do it. These are the temperatures because he has a wine cellar, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we know another guy in in London who um, has one as well. Um, um, yeah. But as he said, he, he got fond of um, when he set the business up, didn't he? Of um, tr- Tasting most of the profits or most of the bottles himself. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was the best he customer. There isn't much money in it, is there, really, yeah. when you really look at it? Because I think he looked at something like that. But, and that's the problem with a lot of people investing, is that they've got a £1,000 and they think, I've seen that. It says there's going to be a 12% return on that. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to do that. But actually, it might give you 12% return. certainly isn't guaranteed. But you're probably going to have to hold it for a long time for it to make any money. And then is it really kind of worth the risk of what you're doing with the only money you've got? I say, if it's 5% of your portfolio, I can wear that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. I can wear that, but only invest in things you actually really understand. Yeah. So that's come back to football um, football owners. They shouldn't invest in in football games. I say there's no guaranteed returns in life whatsoever, apart from three things. I know two of them. firearms, and a Ponzi fraud. And they're all illegal. They're the only real way you can guarantee returns. Which probably everyone has invested in without them knowing. Probably not the third one. Probably not the third one, yeah. Not the Ponzi scheme. But they probably, yeah, like, if you look at general, there will be some sort of, whether it's in military hardware and things like that. And yeah. Drugs can be, far- we can, we can, we can be put that to pharmaceutical, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know the other thing I've, I've found here? Reasons to be in stocks, equities, and not cash after the bank's latest rate hike. Because everyone seems to be now, 
oh, I'm going to get more interest. Um, and I read this, investors have become more interested in cash in recent months after interest rate hikes made it increasingly attractive to park money in savings accounts after the Bank of England took the base rate to 5.25%, the 14th hike um, in a row and the highest since 08. Um, but they, there's people saying maybe cash is not exactly where it should be because one, if you do nothing, it said it will cost you. And uh, let me give this example. Um, the impact of holding cash can have in times of high inflation. The latest figures from the National Office of National Statistics show that inflation rose to 7.9% in the 12 months to June this year, sixth highest. In wealth terms, this means investors would need £10,790 today to buy what would cost ten grand just 12 months ago a £790 loss in purchasing power, hmm. which people don't understand. They don't grasp that concept at all. I don't think you ever all. really saw it before, did you? I think that's the big Probably. Thing, right? That's a great point, You yeah. never really saw it, but now we're actually seeing it, right? And yeah. this, I think this is where the difference is, is you are seeing it. You you go to, as the Tesco's, McDonald's, whatever it might be, yeah, you're now starting to see the squeeze. Yeah? Mm. Your gas, electrics, the water, those prices are going up. I think if inflation's always been there, right? But I don't think we've really ever seen the effects of it as we are now. Not when it was as low, people didn't didn't and people no. didn't understand it because uh, things weren't moving. If you remember, yeah. Because if you look at a lot of companies now and a lot of places now, saying after keeping our prices down low for five years or so, we now decide to put them up, and that's what's happened. Is that's why you're seeing things going up thirty percent because they've left it so long. Yeah. yeah. So instead of it being gradual, it's now becoming painful. Yeah. I spoke to somebody today um, and they were, they've left their rental of some of their um, offices at the same price that they left it years ago when they initially started. Mm. And the, 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 I worked it down to the price per hour and it was horrendous. And I said, you're almost like a charity, you're giving it away. So I know now with a little help with um, from us, they're going to, I'm going to say hike it up, but they're going to put it up to the to the real value that it should be and be profitable for them because they're almost like a charity at the moment. Well, you've got to be having news because, you know, at the end of the day, you run the business giving a service. So we're not charities and it's so easy to follow. We've done it in the past. Yeah. You yeah. Mean? And, you know, and you kind of think you help people out. And actually sometimes by trying to help people out by keeping your prices low, they don't really care. No, do you know what I mean, and and uh, and the danger is when you price too low, is you do get rubbish come through the door. There was another thing: the return of global equities investment versus if versus if the best ten days in the markets were missed out, and uh, it done it from nineteen ninety nine, and the ten best days missed out um, in an investment. Nineteen ninety nine to twenty twenty three, you're looking at about twenty grand of a return. Um, by missing out the 10 best days in the market. Invest how much? Uh, 10, so doubled. Mm. Um, If you had left it there, so you'd include the 10 best days in the market, it's quadrupled. So you're basically gone from 10 to 20. If you if you, if you oh, try and take to it time up, the market. And 40 of nothing. The fastest way to to destroy your wealth. It's it's unbelievable. It, it's, it's the, again, it's going back to the, because none of the behaviors of people of going, when you get something done, it just has to stay there. So you're going back in the 5% of the wines and that, you know, you can't put a shed load of 
money into something like that because you're not going to leave it there for a 20 year period. And that's what that's how long you probably need a bit like a market to see massive return. Yeah, exactly that. You know, you, you, and, and that's the thing with these things, you know, like everyone's going on a bit, oh, I invest my money in crypto. When that's gone very quiet. And, you know, it's now, pro- yeah, because cryptocurrency wasn't meant to be sending you trade. Have you still got yours? Yeah, so have a look. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So Come I've on. still got the app. Um, and do you know what I noticed? Yeah. I chatted to you, chatted to you the last day. When when we were oh, yeah. chatting here, some of sometimes we uh, yeah, logged me out last time, and I don't. We think use um, hand expressions or something like that, and there's there's pauses when so we, we gotta we gotta keep talking. But uh, you're on your phone now, having a look. What did you put into it? A hundred quid, three hundred quid, wasn't it? It's I think the only, <laughs> I think this is the issue I had. Let me just have a look. I um, it's logged me out somehow. I have absolutely no idea what my logins are. Oh, it's like the lad in Newport losing the login details. It's probably worth about 50 grand now. Yeah, the problem is I don't know whether, like, some of these things have, like, a special code then for you to get back into. Yeah, yeah, I bought 300 quid, and I think the last time I looked at it, well, the lowest it went was, like, 60 quid. Wow. Something silly like that, 67 quid, I think, my 300 pound went to, just to, just to kind of show you how volatile it is. And I think he got. I think it was last off. Is back to like one sixty, one seventy. But I'm still fifty percent down. So like that three hundred quid. If you add one zero, you're three grand. If you add um, two zeros, you're, you're thirty grand. If you add uh, three zeros, three hundred grand. Well, that well, that three hundred quid could have been three hundred thousand pound for argument's sake, and it yeah. went down to sixty grand, sixty thousand pound. Wow, that's big money. But then you think the growth it had to return itself back to over double that or triple it nearly, right? Five times the, the return. Yeah, it's huge, isn't it? But um, I, yeah, so I. I I'll try and log in for the next time we kind of go on there. But but, but let me just have a look at what the cost Bitcoins are at the moment. Yeah, well, so, so here we go. Let's have a look at the volatility of Bitcoin over the last year. So it was down as low as £13,000, but it's now at 23183 today. Um, but in a, in a year, it says it's gone up 20.63% in one okay. year. And um, of all... <laughs> Out of all time, 27,900, 27,000% return since inception. Yeah. <laughs> your I, money. If you're in there at that point, you'd still be massively up. It's crazy, crazy numbers. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I can't even remember what email address I've logged in with it in. Like, I, I'll have a look. I'll see if I can do it, and I'll give you an update on exactly where my money is. i will never be getting that back out as it is. Like, no. This kind of... I, I'll, what I'll do, I'll wait for it to get back to 300 and I'll put it back out. I'll close the account. But it just shows a little bit of what it's like and why it is very risky. You know, investing in equities has a level of risk to it. Investing in anything has a level of risk to it. But there's more of a controlled risk to a, a well-diversified portfolio of the great companies of the world. Yeah. Not crypto, which you don't really know what it is. Nobody does it. Do they? I don't even. There's, 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 like there's, NFTs, they've gone yeah. quiet now. Yeah. Non fun. Was it non fungal tokens? Or they called. You know that thing we have the the informed uninformed risk of what's working now. You know, crypto was the thing of the past. It was the thing at the time. Everyone jumped in. Those that those that were in there earlier probably jumped out because they saw that a high. They're laughing now. It's it's just yeah, it doesn't some people work. Held and some people. Are, hey, don't get me wrong. There's some people who probably changed their whole life by investing there. But that is one hundred percent luck. Mm. there's been no skill to what they've done, right? And I'm happy for anyone to challenge me on that. But I can guarantee, but I bet if I looked how they've done it, it'll be luck more than actual skill. I'll finish up. Look, 
tip last week. I can't remember what I talked about. Um, here's an idea. When is a sale not a sale, right? We're four months out from uh, Black Friday, right? Here, we? Here, or some, something like that, isn't it? November. And how many times do you get this ping of notification that the sale is going to start and it's going early and we all throw money into things that we don't need. So here's an idea. The next week or two, if whatever you need, want, go out, go online, take some pictures, um, screenshot it and keep an eye on that for the next few weeks. It's only 15, 16 weeks away from Black Friday when the sale comes on. Right. Check what your picture said and guarantee you there's probably a very, very high chance that the sale price is not much more different than when it, won't be. When it was. So it just kind of proves that the sale isn't the sale and it may make you change your behavior of just wasting money because something might say this was this amount. It's 50 percent off now. And you buy it, never to take it out of the Amazon box, maybe. Um, so what, you know, when is a sale a sale? When you need something and you've been you've been following it for many, many weeks and you see it go down dramatically. Not when somebody just says it was at a higher cost. What is it for the three or four days in September that we can bang reduce it by? Take a picture of it now, be it online, in a shop. Save up for it. And if it does get reduced, then you know it is a sale. Is your phone going again? You're just popular today. Somebody's trying to sell you something. Yep. <laughs> Tongue doesn't stop. But yeah, no, that's right. It's kind of, it's all, it's all a game. It's all a scam. This is why, this, you know, it's all there to play on people's emotions and, and feel, that's, feel that's good. Like. You know, cost of, of, of lifestyle. We go on about it, but when they ping you notifications all the time, we've seen this, we think you'd like this. It's interesting, actually, you used the word need and want just then in that. I was listening to something Stephen Barlow put out. Today? Yesterday? No, actually, it was on it. Was on a, so he released his Behind the Scenes of Diary of CEO part two yesterday on YouTube. I was watching it, and, and he actually made a comment that I need a coffee. And he was like, no, stop. I shouldn't say that. We all say we need it. It's not the fact we need it. We want it. And that's what we got to change the mindset, he said is that I want to go and buy that thing. I want to have that coffee. None of us really need any of it. You don't need to have coffee to function. It's a mindset which says you need coffee every morning before you get going. No one needs anything apart from water, really, when water you wake and a up bit in of food. Morning, yeah. A bit of food. But I but want it's, it's to actually, go there. You need to change your mindset and say, I want. It's actually something you want. It's not that you need it because you need it. You become dependent on it. It's like my caffeine. Yeah, absolutely. And that's it. Do you know what I mean? There we go. Yeah, see you next week.